0: The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Oh, and welcome to the Movie Gang podcast. I'm your host Jack Newman. And I'm joined here today by the uproariously clever Ben Hallworth. How are you, Ben?
1: Oh, it's like oh, you, you introduced me like a like, comedian's hate. You're like I'm up, uproariously clever, and I had no
0: uproariously clever. Well, I was I was like, like I really gonna, have like, like I'm gonna other have some
1: tenant jokes, but I can't just start with them. You know? You okay, yeah, right, right. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right, I have it. You this? know what it is? You, I set
1: the jokes in the future, and then I send them to the past, and they're gonna meet in the middle, and we'll get there.
0: That joke was okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? That started. Now, yeah, it's like, it's like you go on stage for in front of Dave Spell. The funniest man that ever lived. <laughs> <That's so cool>. <laughs> 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 We're also joined here by Trevor Flynn, my best friend in the whole world. Even that includes. He beats out Katie. Let's be honest. It's cool. Oh, wow. Wow. She knows it. It's cool.
2: <laughs> I'm your person. <laughs>
0: not that you're not my friend also ben I, I this is feels weird now i've created this thing see this not is soon. the night of like unintentional insults by accident where i'm like you're so funny ben and then you're immediately like that's a lot of pressure and now i'm like drawing a distinction i'm really sorry about this intro guys the point is i love you both and i'm really happy to talk to you that was the general <laughs> that was the general thrust of this but uh hello and welcome to the Movie Gang <laughs> podcast and i'm getting higher pitched today uh, we're gonna be talking today What's line
2: on. he says, like this is this has been a beautiful friendship or something at the end? The Casablanca it, take. Yeah, hey. Exactly. Ugh. <laughs>
0: uh well today we're going to be talking about christopher nolan's 2020 new uh tenet uh so again yeah this is directed and written by christopher nolan box office 363 million dollars composed the score is composed by ludwig Gorenson, which is again weirdly not a uh, zimmer so you know there it is a lot really of his, was-
1: uh, regulars did not come back new editor as well for this movie
0: I know, I noticed, and I'm uh, going to go out on a limb here, maybe a little bit early, and be like, I feel that, brah. Uh, I feel that this is this is like Peter Jackson making The Hobbit, like it's not all the same people, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's a little r- rough, but we'll get to that. i will going to talk about it. I don't think it's that bad, uh, but let me go ahead and read the summary. This was released on August 12th, 2020. A secret agent is given a single word as his weapon and sent to prevent the onset of World War III. He must travel through time and bend the laws of nature in order to be a successful in his mission. Uh, oh, that's a lame summary. <laughs> I feel bad well, for yeah, that summary. It's a,
1: Nolan likes his mystery boxes. And so, you know, this one, this one always had mm-hmm. a lot of like a guy does a thing, and but there's time or something. Inception yeah. similarly he, had a very like it's a it's a heist in the realm of the mind. You know, it's a, he doesn't want to just give it all away in the trailer
0: it's cool but at the same time also i i just feel like the problem with this one is because there's so little information and again christopher nolan is the guy that made memento right and this is and this is like this feels as like the memento on steroids to some extent, but it, a lot of the trailer and just the teaser, because they've just tried to go out of their way to not really put a teaser on this. It just looks so milk toast, And it's amazing to me that in the year when we're not going to the movies, it's very hard to just like discern this from other other films. Like, I don't know. I I, I feel like Inception just had like a way better poster, where this is just, he's like, two guys at an angle walking along the title. It just looks <laughs> real bad. <laughs> bad you know I don't I don't know I let's go ahead and go around the circle though let's talk about first impressions uh let's start with you Trevor what was your first impression of watching Tenet
2: I think it was that first line that really jumped out at me just don't think about it don't try to understand it just feel it <laughs> I, I I that's what I keep going back to is be like oh okay the person who makes the movies that everybody loves to take apart and piece back together that are puzzles is telling me the puzzle doesn't matter. (laughs) And I'm like, why, why, (laughs) why are you making me strain to hear, to try to understand it then? I, I don't know. I was so confused by that. And I think there's an argument for that philosophy in this movie that like, it is just such a spectacle that, if you just look at the sci-fi as bullshit that makes the spectacle justified it is like i will say it's impressive how much mileage he gets out of running the film backwards that, uh, yeah. that there is something yeah. there is something here uh <laughs> but uh, yeah that was my first impression i think yeah uh
0: ben what was your first impression
2: Uh, I could sum it up with one
1: sentence, which is I have never cared more about a movie where I didn't give a shit what was happening. (laughs) I so was not interested in the plot. I was so not interested in the characters. I couldn't care if the world was going to get destroyed. Uh, I just wanted to see more interesting visuals because the interesting visuals were very genuinely interesting. And I think... It is in that very Nolan way of only he could come up with something so bizarre and clinical and it's surrealism with clinical precision, which is so weird. Like, you know, I find that so fascinating about him sometimes. Like people said, like, I remember a big complaint about Inception was like these dreams sure are boring. And I'm like, I think that's just how Christopher Nolan dreams. I think he dreams in like very clinical. <laughs> he dr- he like, dreams about like, other his movies.
0: dream is a board meeting, you know? Yeah, what I mean? no, like, that's exactly. But like a, like a slightly
1: yeah. weird board meeting, but that's it. You know, this is a
0: guy that famously wears suits to set. Like no one wears a suit on and, set. and, and that's doesn't a, that's weird. have a
1: cell phone <laughs> and like talks about how he doesn't own a cell phone and refuses to get. Oh, one and, and, and like,
0: also digital movies are the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, yes. Cause yes, God, God forbid.
1: When HBO Max announced their whole lineup, you like laid a smack down and was like, "An HBO Max yeah. is a terrible streamer, just so you know, doesn't that, even have like, a fucking seventy millimeter option."
0: That, that's that's more legit than his like obsession, I guess. Like maybe this is just a guy that's No, I like, get it. It's just,
1: it's just like, yeah, it's once, like Once they announced that, I was like, "Oh, Daddy tenant Daddy uh, Nolan is gonna." <laughs> He's going to have some yeah, words. He's like,
0: going to have a fit
2: about right, it. Right. Correct <laughs> opinion, wrong justification. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It, 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 and, and I agree. Like, I mean, I have to admit, like, some of the 70 million, seven, 70, whoa, hello, words, uh, 70 millimeter that I saw in Austin with you when, when we went to see The Master in 70 millimeter, Ben. Yes. That's beautiful, right? That also, not a movie necessarily that would be necessarily good in 70 millimeter, but the presentation in that small theater was just absolutely fantastic. I agree with that entirely. Uh, but again, I think he had to make do with this one because again, we all got this on VOD, which is just. I think that we all watch this on VOD, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I did not see it in the theater when it I came out. It was it not the comfortable. Theater. Still not even that comfortable until I'm post-vaccine. Probably not going to go to the theater. I'm, I'm going to be I hear honest that they with Tend you. to be pretty empty. Some some people have seen them lately. Have just said that they're they've been pretty empty for them. So, but. Yeah, Still.
0: supposedly there's a new stat out there that uh, that uh, matinees are actually more attended than like late night showings now, supposedly, wow. because people are like trying to beat it, apparently. Yeah. So it's like yeah. all the typical things have completely reversed and it's like old people and matinees that have gotten the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That makes sense. Too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's. Yeah. 75 years old and i need to eat before four o'clock because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> i'm in bed by six when i was unemployed
1: in los angeles it was me and old people that's who was there at the movie
0: theater <laughs> beautiful beautiful uh yeah i so this one has a again this is aping his original movie memento to some extent in terms of having a reverse structure a reverse narrative structure uh the The gold standard for Chris Nolan doing kind of a confused structure for me is a little bit the Prestige, which is actually particularly straightforward. It's more of a dual structure as opposed to kind of in the context of Tenants, where it's actually genuinely reversed, similar to Memento. Uh, I really do like Memento. Uh, I think maybe I also respect how cheap Memento is at the same time. Like Memento always impresses the fuck out of me because it is cheap. And it's like, you know, you're doing something with the filmmaking, you know, you're adding value in terms of like the script writing and everything else. And I think that's one of the, you know, Christopher Nolan's, you know, great films, even though Memento can be particularly confusing. I think it's, I, I personally, I am not impressed with the reversing of like a time element here. And I want to get to your guys take from the core element of it Were you, uh, where 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 do you guys generally stand, I guess?
2: It's well, just weird time travel. This is pretty much yeah. where I stand. Like it's just weird time travel. Like it's just
0: it's not different enough to be different. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: It's it, it's it's a premise built out of to me, Nolan wanting to do the action scenes first. That's my guess. Is I think he likes he's very technical minded. He likes film. Memento begins with a reversed, uh, inverted film stock. Um, it is like you're watching a bullet go back into a gun, a person getting unfired essentially, and then you're watching a, a Polaroid undevelop essentially. Um, it's, re- it's a and it's a really cool sequence, and it like kind of explains the whole thing. And later on, he says, you know, uh, someone compares that his life is like in reverse, and that's why you know it works for that film in particular and to me it's like i think he finds that very fascinating i think he thinks that you know he's very technically minded so i think he he's like you know this is something you can only see through film is is inverted you know things only through film can you record something and then see what it would look like reverse we can't just see that with our normal eyes in a regular day thing so i think he was obsessed with the idea of making inverted action scenes and I think he just kind of made a gobbledygook <laughs> story around it, because there's only like I heard some crazy stat. There's only like 200 CGI shots in this movie, which is right. so low. That is like
0: especially for him. It's insane honestly. for him
1: and for anybody. Like especially like like a hundred and no two hundred million dollar movie having that dark, few special dark. effects. That means he is like rehearsing this shit that's where the money goes the money then goes to we're rehearsing this we're doing each take 800 times to get it like dead on perfect so that when you reverse it it looks perfect you know and that weird element and that blank check ability to do something so weird and different is cool but again it's it's something i think we said about like um maybe it was haywire or hardcore henry but there was some action movie we were talking about where we were saying that like this would have been better as a YouTube web series of 10 minute episodes. <laughs> and it, it, it yeah. feels like that in some sense where it's like, obviously it would never make money, but like it, it, it just works better as a series of unconnected action yeah. sequences versus a narrative. Cause there is yeah. none. <laughs> no, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's plot, more... <laughs> but there's no character and there's no theme. I mean, that's the thing to me.
0: There's more digital done in the dark night, which is insane to me. Uh, yeah from 12 and and also to from 12 years ago first off that is just a stat in and of itself and the other thing too is all the money is just to keeping john david washington on set for like a zillion hours that's all that's all the (laughs) money went (laughs) to like
2: that's essentially
0: (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's, clearly he just had to like rehearse all these and like do this like a thousand fucking time and get reversed because it's not actually that hard to reverse footage and it's just he he had to do with film and it's just this is just this is one of those things too when he does like big like especially interstellar like a big CG film and I'm just like god damn man this all must have been so much easier to just do digitally what the fuck are you doing like that's always my (laughs) it's it's like I hate to be like that but I'm just like what the fuck are you doing you're the kind of guy that makes movies that really you should be doing digital like that's that's the thing (laughs) like it's just like you know if if you were doing like a like a really beautiful location piece with like you know sweeping camera shots and all this stuff I might be able to understand 70 millimeter but like man y'all all you're doing is digital plates like on by the time you toss that on top of like the 70 millimeter film are you really adding that much value to the secondary project i don't know
1: i mean yeah well that's i'm sure warner (laughs) Warner brothers you know after inception they just threw their hands up and are like he knows what he's doing whatever like because you you know that, uh, that 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 you know when he's like i'm going to need a full 747 and a building So I can push a 747 into a building. (laughs) And then I'm sure at least once someone was like, here's a digital render of what that would look like. And he's like, I'm sorry trash I didn't talk to you
0: please go in the like he just like hisses at it you ever seen that <laughs> you <know>? Hayao
1: Miyazaki <laughs> clip where they show him like a CGI yeah. animated zombie and he's like you've made an affront to life itself
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah <laughs> H- Hayao Miyazaki is an asshole like that's the he's thing he's huge asshole I love him to he's death a and huge, he's a huge yeah. asshole no no he, he's a beautiful artist which I just can imagine is the worst possible person to have over at a tea you know what I mean oh like, yeah he's like he would just eviscerate
1: like, you on a deep level, <laughs>
0: Jack, you're worthless. Your used criticism to, uh, is banal, and I'd be like, oh,
2: "When I was uh, I, uh, I, I was in Japan for a little while, I used to, and I think I was somewhere close to where he supposedly lived, and I used to like fantasize about running into him, and I, it always ended in me just disappointing him, <laughs> like, just like emotionally, I, I was, like every one of those like little." Fantas- like thought experiments came to me. you know what no i i should not meet him like i don't deserve to meet him and that's probably how he would see it yeah yeah uh, no nope.
0: yeah um god do you have a new site you go to besides box office mojo since imdb broke box office mojo uh
1: the numbers they're not as good but they they're, they're decent enough
0: yeah, uh, Tenet, again is making so domestic right now. It's fifty-seven million dollars. Internationally, it's three hundred and five million. Worldwide, it's three hundred sixty-three million. I feel like for a two hundred million dollar movie, that's ex- insanely low, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh yeah, I mean uh, the,
1: the the thing about this movie box office wise is it's going to be tied you to, to it it forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was basically like okay, we've had our four or five months to get our COVID protocols in order. It was the the dip ish um before the massive the the fall surge and now we're to the more massive winter surge and um it was just at a point where it was like okay maybe we can start bringing people back and the whole idea was like well at least it'll make like 10 million dollars a weekend but they like hyperinflated all the numbers by like taking it from Canada and like right, a week right. early just to get it as high as possible. And then the next weekend it made like seven.
0: They just want to make fun. it look not depressing, which oh, yeah. the bottom and line is that it is depressing. Didn't
2: Tenet or was it, am I thinking of Warner Brothers, start this trend where like the press isn't getting and competitors aren't getting the numbers like the daily numbers anymore? Yeah, Honestly, Tenet was I, that. Yeah, Tenet was that. Yeah, like, ironically, right? numbers
0: yeah which i don't i i don't blame them because they're like obviously everything's skewed this does not mean it was a bad movie like i i wouldn't say the numbers mean anything now you know what i mean like it's just i don't even necessarily know that the intelligent intelligency is going to go to a movie based on like whether it is is like fantastic like it's not you're not going to go out to a theater even if the bet like if they if they drop like i don't know a Like, let's say that, like, Avengers Endgame dropped in the middle of COVID, which would be, which would have been a nightmare. Like, I mean, because I'm sure a bunch of people would have gone anyways. I still probably wouldn't have. Wonder Woman was
1: on HBO Max and it still made $14 million, and COVID's at its worst point. Like, People still are going yeah. out to the theater, like you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Wonder Woman. I, I, I. No, I, I, no, I saying Like, I, yeah. Okay,
1: so yeah, the first weekend of Tenet was twenty point two, and that's the hyperinflated one. The next weekend is six point seven million. So
0: that let me make a real reality. shitty dark point here, and I don't yeah. take this guy's the wrong way because it's suggesting intelligence is a stratification element of oh. uh, of who goes to the theaters or not, which is the suggestion that perhaps the christopher nolan tenant based time travel audience is on the whole or at least thinks of itself as more intelligent in in right. terms of that maybe that's a self-fulfilling prophecy to some extent whether or not they are more intelligent is not necessarily the thing but i definitely see them interesting. being interesting yeah it's it's just one of those things where it's like and also let's just be honest like we're comparing you know, a blockbuster to kind of a, you know, a, it's a blockbuster science fiction film, but it's an unknown property well, also, to an the problem established, being,
1: you know, confusing. And it was also like, you know, you needed more people to see it, to talk about it, but people didn't want to go see it. Like it just wasn't the right movie to open because tenant needed to come out when anybody, everyone can go see it. And everyone had a thought about it and everyone was going to go check it out. Even if it was the hair, it was weird and bad. They're still going to go watch it. Cause you know, like, it's got to be part of the conversation for this one, you know?
0: Yeah. Where Wonder right. Woman is no, more I, I,
1: like, even though that movie was also not very good, it promised more of a sense of, like, adventure and excitement and getting away from the world. And Where tenant is like, you're going to sit down, and you're going to, like, think about stuff and, I, I don't know, time travel stuff. Is a and,
0: bet, can we all agree now that this is a better movie than Wonder Woman?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, artistically any day and it like no this this film it delivers its spectacle in a coherent well not coherent but like it fails fails in a
0: delicious sort of way
2: you know what i mean
1: i actually think this is better edited than some of his previous movies i think i like jennifer lane's uh approach better than previous ones i don't know something about it is that i just feel is a little more coherent and a little less the the shaky nonsense. <laughs> sometimes mm. we get Now I often think that's more of a Nolan problem. I think he looks I think he has often very terrible with coverage. Um, and I think also probably because yeah. this has such specific. Action beats that they have to be a little more coherent, you know, because it's such a specific mm-hmm. like this does this, this does this. But certainly with all the. Temporal pincer movements and people going backwards and forwards by the end. It's like, well, how the fuck are you ever going to follow that? <laughs> you know? And, yeah. And, and then, you know, it's just to watch a building both explode, unexplode, and then explode again. <laughs> like, that's all I'm really here for. <laughs> weird, weird visuals like that.
0: Yeah. It, one of the questions that I have uh, about the, the, Hang- Sorry, this is something that really bothers me. Why did he actually fly a seven forty seven into a hangar instead of using a miniature? Is there actually any can? explanation? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, like he, I guess, like, I guess, like,
1: he actually flipped a truck in Dark Knight because, like, he can. You know, I think that's it. I think he just like he he feels that the, the weight of it is just more believable if it's the more real it is. Yeah. OK,
0: so he, actually here. However, so. OK, no, the he actually claimed to use a miniature. Weirdo, know
1: yeah. Her, Herzog put an actual goddamn ship up a mountain, even <laughs> though it like threatened a million people's lives to do so, because he's crazy because some yeah. of these people are nuts. <laughs> yeah. And if yeah, you yeah, let them do it, they but, will. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm not I defending feel like the this- extravagance of it, but don't you think it's better? Because I mean, like, or more impactful. Uh, because- no,
0: I, I, I. Th- I there <laughs> are some miniatures that look better to me than like, because of the way that you're allowed to film miniatures with cameras that look better in the moment and plate wise than like actually doing it. I, I, I do think it looks spectacular. I mean, there are people have running actually,
2: around like in front of the thing crashing. Are there not? I mean, that's just you know, part of that's the editing and the illusion of it that maybe I'm just remembering right. that. Cause way, it's a but. long
0: distance lens and it allows you to do that and they have coverage around the building. So I agree. I agree doing it. It's just such a, it's just such a, I don't know. It's just gratuitous for
2: me. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, the, the, the production.
0: The so I have I have the, I have the article imagine. right here. The production okay. team purchased and then crashed a real 747 into a hangar. The stunt was all was all practi- was all practical effects with no visual effects or CGI. Director Christopher Nolan had originally planned to use miniatures and set pieces mm. builds. However, while scouting for locations in Victorville, California, the team discovered a massive array of old planes, and it became apparent that it would be actually be more efficient to buy a real plane of the real size and perform the sequence for real on camera. Then use a miniature. I don't More know efficient. who the fuck your uh, I don't know <laughs> yeah. who the fuck your miniaturist sure is. I, I like apparently it's like he was either gonna crash a real plane or hire literally like I don't know somebody from the Hagia Sophia to come and build <laughs> miniatures for you. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Like, like we got I, a great miniature
1: the, guy, but he has like a real emotional problems and it'll take five years. But it's gonna be
0: cool. The guy that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the guy who's the guy that makes the masterpiece that like goes through Europe's and like does old churches as like miniature and they're like you know spectacular and made out of toothpicks or something i don't yeah, know
1: exactly exactly <laughs> come on dude
0: They are efficient,
1: yeah. my butt i mean it's cool and it's if he can do it i get doing it but don't say more efficient that's a lie
0: <laughs> but yeah it's bullshit it's, it's also on imdb i've got it i got two sources saying it was more efficient to just crash a plane which feels mm-hmm. like a line of bullshit he fed his bosses does anyone else agree with that that feels like well this man that wants to do the miniatures he's charging so much exactly it's like exactly that's exactly that 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 feels like some creative accounting if i had if i've ever seen any there's no way yeah
1: (laughs) really if you put the man hours into it you know we only have to crash the plane one day and it's gonna take them 30 and it's like and and the warner brothers person just like with his head in his hands just like chris (laughs) just crashed (laughs) the real plane i don't give a shit you get 200 million dollars do what you want Go away. First
0: off, let's also talk about the people that had to have been put into more of a dangerous situation because of that setup. That's like, true. You need like to fire my, crew, That's my you issue. Need a-
1: you need a you need a demolition crew yeah. You need a little more yeah. people yeah.
0: Imagine imagine being like the fire crew on set There being like Christopher Nolan's an asshole <laughs> like, like I'm sure I know
1: they're how well don't to put paid, out a plane fire Do you know how to put out a uh, plane it's, it's, fire it's,
0: it's, There's jet fuel do you know how hot jet fuel is Ask the twin tower That's dark that's super say, dark I
2: regret say, everything We're going there hey, I, America, I, I regret yeah, everything, everything. You We'll know. <laughs> <You should be laughs> let you know
0: Oh god Hey, if you, if
2: you set it up it gets not you know Sorry, so. I, I don't
0: know. I, I have this. I will say this. This is. It's a weird 2020 movie, and and all of 2020. 2020- I, this is the movie I least know what I feel about because it was weird to go back to a movie and I can't tell if I'm like critically being affected by COVID. Do you know what I mean? And like different sorts of ways. Like it's one of those things where it's like you see a movie and you haven't seen a movie or like a full Christopher Nolan production for the for, forever. And because you haven't seen a movie, is it like there's certain like this like detachment? Because it's not like I haven't consumed more media than ever before. I've consumed more media in 2020 than any year before because I was at home and I watched a fuckload of Netflix. So it's not like I'm sure. not watching movies i'm not detached from movie making but the act of seeing something new and expecting kind of a movie experience and just i just fell really short in this and just it was very much like almost like a negative movie experience also i'm very confused about the color grading and other elements of it too like it just felt very beige and how did you feel about that that's kind of a Christopher Nolan thing, but I feel like Inception whole, actually Van had a Wiedemann lot of color
1: too. His his cinematographer likes the 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 cools. He likes the new the very, cinematographer, very cool. right? Yeah, he did this. He's done everything since Interstellar. Interstellar, Dunkirk, in this. Uh,
0: oh, and he likes the so cools.
1: The... He also did Spectre, which is one of the most boring looking movies ever. But he also did Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which is a perfect example of using cool blues and. Which works in, in the context of that, but he's right, also the that cinematographer that's done
0: the three tenant, the three Christopher Nolan movies I don't like.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so yeah, I think you're probably more of a Wally Wally Fister fan who's now a director. I am a Wally Fister cin-
0: fan. Yeah, that's fair. who deserves to be his own director. Um, the what has he done actually? I don't even well, know. he
1: did that terrible movie that Johnny Depp turns into a computer movie transcendence
0: oh he's gotta yeah. pay his dues yeah, yeah. So after that
1: he yeah. uh he did not direct as much he directed the tick that the amazon show the tick and uh that was good since then
0: man he he oh god that's a hell of a way to blow your load on the fucking yeah. johnny depp going out that sucks yeah, that sucks suck. balls i mean suck. it was a bad movie too i'm not gonna it's lie wally Fister with Wally Fister was not in control of that situation. I will say that movie did very much look like a Christopher Nolan movie, though. Oh yeah,
1: And <laughs> he was I mean? like. <laughs> I think people thought it was a Christopher Nolan movie because I think he produced it or something. Yeah, he produced it. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Him and Wally Fister are friends, but it's just like, man, I'm just looking at his stuff now, and I'm like, it, like, it's, it's, it's just this is one of those sad things when you're like looking at like you know somebody's production history, and you're like, God, you got. Stereotypes due to this one bad project. Look, no, no, here's, here's, here it is. Here is his product, his directorial credits Transcendence Flaked, the TV series, Lincoln Crafted, which is a video short, The Tick, a TV series, and then Taco Bell Web of Fries 2 mm. Franchise Wars. No. That's, that's oh. the one that I'm oh, like, no, I, no this you sequel, never did. Fight? What is this?
1: While Dude, I don't, I'm going
0: to look at it. Up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nachos fries are back. Once again, oh. threatening oh, to I've upend the big fries oh my God, monopoly. Shit. Oh, now the no. stage is wow. set for an epic showdown between the burger people and a growing resistance of nacho fries. Oh, I, I, this is the kind of movie where you're like, somebody commits suicide. I don't want to put that on it, but like, <laughs> that's you're like, that's, 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 that's yeah. that feels that feels like the kind of thing. That's like a dead end career move. And you're like, God, I hope this is the beginning of my Did Robert. Like
1: the cinematographers, like luncheon. And he was just like, fuck you all. I'm a director now, bitches. I'm out. <laughs> and I, he's like, <laughs> th- th- something
0: like that has to, here's, here's the thing. The cinematography, the last movie, movie credit he has for cinematography is the dark Knight rises and then it's taco bell web of fries because he did that all himself yeah uh yeah taco bell fries is
1: not getting you your own cinematographer you gotta (laughs) you gotta do yourself you gotta lens that
2: you probably gotta edit it too i I am this is so many questions fries don't even go with tacos like what have you not had the taco fries (laughs) is that uh, is that a Taco Bell menu item that it's Taco It is. is, it, is it is it is a fry
1: that is made with taco seasoning and you dip it into cheese sauce. It is uh,
0: You guys you guys ready for and it
1: fun. is so addicting. It's terrible. You guys ready for a garbage. fun
0: fact about me? Yeah. I've never been to a Taco Bell. <gasps>
2: well, go fuck yourself yeah. is what I have to say to that cuz uh, yeah. you 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 deserve Shocking. the the like the most ad- I think, I think, Ben, you, you have some, it's like the most addictive, like, worst food. Like, it's, it is. I don't know. I guess that's all fast it's some, food, but there's some, I don't know what the hell they know. put in their
1: cheese sauce. I, I don't know. That is in, like, their quesadillas, it, but it is absolutely uh, yes. disgusting and so good. Yes.
0: I, I I grew up in San, I grew up for the first couple of years of my life in San Antonio, Texas. We always had, uh, what is it, Taco, Taco Cabana. Mm-hmm. So, like, and everybody's yeah. like, the Taco Cabana is crap. It's, way, I'm better. Like, it's I, way better. Yeah, it's way better, and it's one of those things where it's like, I just, like, moved here and I'm just like you know what I can just make a taco. Uh, the thing oh, with Taco God, Bell you is you there. don't eat it
1: for. You talk about Taco Bell. It makes sense because it's just like fun tex mexi food. But like Taco right. Bell, you eat it for Taco Bell. There's no such thing as Mexican food. That's yeah. like Taco Bell. It's
0: just also, Taco Bell. <laughs> never eaten at an Arby's.
1: You're okay.
2: They're, yeah they do have the meat don't you like meat <laughs> you, you got, got the, the meats side. this is our tenet episode everyone <laughs> yeah. it, it's
0: i feel like we're actively upset about wally fister and so we're just we're just bringing the dialogue <laughs> down to here you know what i mean we're like we went and but have the, a sleep have to, the to, christopher nolan wants us to have us like this intelligent dialogue about time travel I was like fuck that we're gonna talk about fast food <laughs> Arby's feels like they would
1: Arby's does have a good Twitter and I feel like they would make a temporal pincer movement joke. They'd be like, "Our our our meat has, is a temporal pincer movement." Twitter makes
0: fun of the diarrhea that it gives people. It like I'm just like saying Arby's Twitter like, is hilarious. The, the brand branding. understands yeah. that the fast food gives people Like Taco Bell does this too. Both brands are two brands that understand that they give people diarrhea and that's part of the value of the brand. Mm-hmm. Like that's,
1: <laughs> that's yeah, Arby's that's Everybody's accepted well. that like their most favorite famous thing is that they have sauce that's called horsey sauce and that's just like insane. Right,
0: right. Which is also in a South Park episode and makes Mr. Mackey rocket up to space on his shit rockets. Like it's 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 Oh, that's a that's a pop culture thing. That's the yeah, only their reason I New know Year's horsey resolution. Is. I just
1: had a look at their Twitter. Their New Year's resolution <laughs> is just in big block letters that says meat. <laughs> That's that's <laughs> who they are.
2: <laughs>
0: no, I, I love you I love oh, you. Like the, the, the only reason I haven't eaten there is that those are two foods I can cook better than Taco Bell and Oh yeah, and you can make a better
1: sandwich than, than, than Arby's. And if you're gonna get like a roast beef sandwich, just go to like potbelly or something if you have it. Yeah. But
0: and, well, like I guess it's like a value thing. Like I can make better fried chicken than now, KFC. The reason
1: like, I've gone to Arby's is that every single jack in the box in Houston is closing. For some reason, maybe Jack in the Box is going out of business or something. But uh, Arby's has really good curly fries. So if you
2: want good curly fries.
0: You know, I've never actually eaten at a Jack in the Box.
1: What the fuck? You is know that- what? It, it, what is this? Is this
2: like your version of Nolan? Like, oh, I don't own a. Cell phone. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking I was it right now. Yeah. yeah, I don't uh-huh. know
1: what digital cinematography
0: is. I, I don't, don't have, have a, a cell phone, and I don't eat hobbies. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. We get it. Yeah, you're better than yeah. us. I've never eaten at a Wendy's either. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> wendy's is good you could you could eat it at a wendy's yeah I, I was about to say i've had a frosty actually That's i was about to
2: say I, the next thing you say is like i ate at mcdonald's like every day for three years or something <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be something
0: i don't know i i ate the Whataburger burger stuff I, i'm i trying to think what we have here the, the thing that north carolina has and you guys probably don't is bojangles i guess you guys have bojangles in texas no 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 that was yeah, a bojangles, was a thing bojangles is, is pretty fantastic you. yeah that was pretty cool yeah ex- also uh, you guys probably have popeyes fuck popeyes
1: <gasps> oh i like popeyes you like popeyes
0: oh bojangles i'm sorry bojangles is just like a way better it's like no, they're exactly. I fucking they're cons- it's like i know this is like a regional popeyes dumb is thing the best, it's like like
1: fried chicken place here because
0: exactly and and, and bojangles is the exact same thing except way better and they have like a random pork chop biscuit and only in october which is just like it's weirdly i conceptualize that october pork chop biscuit as like a halloween thing that i have to get (laughs) it's really weird um are we avoiding something here like yeah we're avoiding that we hate this movie that's the thing i I I don't hate it
2: I, I don't like the this. only hatred I have for it is attached to Nolan's pomposity and the place this had in the yes. box office yes. coronavirus. Yes. Like I, I think yeah, that's, that's, that's where that's the, hatred the issue comes. Yeah, that was very infuriating.
0: Yeah, this true. is this is the issue is that I'm angry with him because he crawled up his own ass during coronavirus where like he couldn't understand why this wasn't going to go his way, and then he shit on HBO, which is like I'm sorry, Netflix and HBO are here to stay because this is the actually the first time in history that you're actually able more people would have died if. If we weren't this available or had this much ability to stay home like literally it's it's not it's not a short thing to say that hbo max and netflix save people's life so if you want to fucking dish on them go fuck yourself this is the future <laughs> of media you're the past fuck off oh like I, 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 that's
2: I, a little far for me but I, conti- <laughs>
0: all, the things that he likes will continue to exist whether or not these things are successful you can't rail against them and call them bad you know what i mean I, that's my thing he's wrong on that hmm. Well, Sorry, I, well, I, 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 well, think, I want well,
1: to think, think priority in the theater harsher. experience over, over health I think is what you're really getting at which right, is, which is right.
2: very infuriating and I the told craziest I, you. thing I he did I'm, I'm is a, say I'm the that audience. It, I, I won't let you show it at a drive through unless there's also regular theaters that is the like the craziest shit I heard where I was just like oh yeah. okay that is just like pure now you, ha- like, you can't
1: e- even be in your car safe you must be <laughs> yeah, coughing yeah, next to yeah. a stranger
0: yeah. Yeah. Now eat a dick. You know, that's, yeah, exactly. this is where I, that's, 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 that's the point where I was like, it's also, it's also the point that I guess well, like, and, and, and frankly, I, I've it probably, comes, yeah, sorry. Go on. Go, no, no, go ahead, please.
1: Well, I, frankly, having lived in LA and lived here, it, it comes from a very, it's the same thing I saw with Quentin Tarantino, which is like, when you live in a place where you can constantly see whatever movie you want on a big screen or like they show interesting movies on a big screen, you begin to value that more and more. Because you can, you know, like you can go see, Man. you know, fucking Bridge on the River Kwai at the New Beverly or whatever. Most people uh. don't get that opportunity. <laughs> Most people are gonna watch something on Netflix or YouTube or, or, or or HBO Max or something like that. And and you you need to accept that the unless repertory theaters suddenly make a sudden comeback, which who knows post pandemic? But like, a lot of these people need to realize that people just don't have the ability. They don't have the money. They don't like the theater experience anymore. That's another big thing that's been very frustrating is like people need to realize that people don't like paying 30 bucks to see a bad projection with a bunch of people on their cell phone and no one's doing shit. Right.
2: About it. Like, it, right. That's it, been the other big like epiphany is like, Oh yeah, I guess theaters like, like there's like, there's a reason this has been the trend and like maybe it's over a lot. Yeah. I've heard this opinion is that like, yeah, like the theater experience has gone downhill too. This is like why it's harder to because it's just yeah because of things shit like that. Yeah. Sorry, look, 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 dude.
1: AMC I, got- I used to go to as a kid closed, and I was like a little bit sad about it. But then I remembered that I had AMC, the uh, whatever unlimited mileage, whatever it was called, yeah. um, and mm-hmm. I. Had to go to that one because it was the closest to me, and eventually I had left. But every single time I went, there was a problem with the projection that was different every single time. <laughs> it was like one time the speaker was blown out, one time the, the tracing was off, one time they're all it was all red. It was just like it was always something new every single time, and they never fixed it once. And I'm like. That's why people like it and people, most people don't know that something's wrong with their picture. Most people go to a movie and then see it and they go, that was ugly. And they don't realize that like it was fucked <laughs> when they showed it.
0: It's an, it's a national comp- it's a natural compression of this. into just like, you know, p- a hobbyist and people are going to continue to do this. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, he's like, I'm fighting for the survival of this thing. And I'm like, dude, there will never not be 70 millimeter productions in California for you to go see. You're fine it's already died. Like there's nowhere in the Midwest that you can see a 70 millimeter production. There's, there's barely anywhere on the East coast. So, you know, the majority of America will never experience what you're experiencing, which is just to say that like, you've already lost this fight before now. And now you're fighting for it. I guess that's the thing is, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's a, he has become so fucking out of touch with the modern. Oh God. It's the lost cause.
2: (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's it's not just a, it's not just, a, but it's like a lost cause that like we really didn't lose anything. I understand like people fighting for things that like you know are lost causes. The environment might actually be a lost. That, that was my that's that's a dumb <laughs> oh god, thing. I'm not ready. Yeah, oh, it's okay. we're all probably I'm sure Trevor
1: <laughs> watched this movie and was like, oh Ben will be happy. They just they just dropped climate change in the like minus twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh
2: god, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. no, I think I actually don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Oh, so, like, because, like, uh, Sator
1: at the end is, like, basically reveals that the reason the people in the future want to is that climate change, like, he basically says, like, the rivers ran dry and the oceans rose or whatever. And then he's, like, in the future, it's so bad that they decided the only way to save it is to go back in time and reverse the course of time. So it's, like, you know, yeah
2: totally missed that
1: oh, okay yeah it's like one probably because I couldn't says, fucking hear and, it, uh, it uh, and, and, and sorry, frankly I'm, it's I'm, like in the <laughs> denouement so the music's probably like <laughs>
2: wait is it is it walking he's on the phone in the middle of like yeah. explosions going yeah. off is that maybe yeah. when he says it yeah
1: oh and that's the funniest part too is like I knew that this movie <laughs> had like problems with like audio mixing and and I was lucky enough to watch at home with subtitles on and uh and my speakers just are are mixed with uh with with bass low, low, I have kind
0: of person. I have I'm gonna I'm just gonna put this to you. I have put money into my home speaker system. I have put actual like several yeah. hundred dollars into it. I have a good system. There was a mix problem. It was yeah. not. Oh low. yeah. It, yeah. It, there was no, a know, solid not, solid mix problem. No, I'm
1: saying I'm glad, but my system sucks because i could hear (laughs) stuff (laughs) because my bass doesn't work or it's not very loud you know what i mean it it,
0: it, it was there was like four times where i stopped the movie to fiddle with my system that happened Mm -hmm. that 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 happened like we started the movie and it was just like and it was like we're watching regular netflix stuff and everything's fine watch the mandalorian the day before everything's fine then i turn on tenant on a dvd player on my ps4 boom I just, watch we end. just felt the base explode under us and but I'm just also, like god damn it to add to
1: that like people are constantly wearing masks and then the final denouement <laughs> is talking Which, with the like, villain with twenty
0: on a radio <laughs> it's like
1: yeah It's so crazy
2: when I said I wanted to watch it a second time. I didn't mean that I thought I'd understand the time travel better, I actually meant that I wanted to watch it a second time with subtitles. That's that's actually what what I the reason I wanted to watch it a second time, yeah, (laughs) and earphones. It does help,
1: (laughs) maybe, but then sometimes you pause and you go temporal pincer movement. That's what he actually said. Okay, okay,
0: okay, okay. I had I feel like I after the fourth time I fiddle with the audio, like like 50 minutes into this movie i just said fuck it and then also that was like i also had a secondary fuck it was like it doesn't matter if i follow along then when i tried to watch it the second time i got like legitimately annoyed i was like this it, it, this doesn't make sense and that's my take on it and and i'm sure i'm sure construction constructionally the movie makes sense if you break it down But the problem for me is like there's a lot of movies that like I really think are fun. Like Primer is the movie I kept thinking about when I was watching this, which is like um, Uh, I I love Primer. Primer makes no sense on the first viewing intentionally, and it has no chill. uh, it's fun. no chill. (laughs) <laughs> primer has no fucking chill if primer is one where they were just like we don't care how unclear it is it's clear to us and people have to figure it out after the fact yep. and it works i don't know why it works it works because it all like all you see is the diagram and there's actually a really easy diagram to follow along with what the fuck's happening in primer and once you see the diagram it all makes sense i i there's no shorthand for what the fuck is happening in this movie. And it's one of those things where it's like, you watch it back through and it was like, at some point you just lose the narrative, which is just structurally unintuitive to this movie. Also, I don't expect Christopher Nolan to do that, to be this confusing and, and this undirected. I, I don't know. It's, it's not yeah, that I'm, I'm saying not. it's bad. Well, that's I that's that the thing.
1: I, I, this movie really made me appreciate Inception a lot more, which is like, yes, for how mm-hmm. much like I do agree that there's like issues like, you know, when, when people point out, you know, Ellen page is just there to ask questions and be answered to, to explain the movie. It's true, but Hey, that's effective. (laughs) and It helps. It helps understand certain things. And when they're jumping from three different time, you know, layers, it makes sense of where everyone is and why this one is different than this one. And you know, when you cut to the van and the van stills falling, you get like the difference of, of, of the time periods and everything. And there is something to the bluntness of Inception that is effective and good and, and makes me appreciate it a lot more um, after this when you see like, oh, that's actually very easy to mess up. If you don't, it it, it feels like a movie that was almost like a six hour miniseries cut together to movie length or something. It just feels like both extraordinarily long yet crazy rushed too. Uh, it's it's. Very odd. Like, you know, the in the first 10 minutes, you're just like completely lost. Like there's a there's a siege, but then there's there's people, but then there's another siege, but then apparently the the people who are on the riot are actually bad, and they're trying to kill the protagonist guy, and then he gets a machine, and then he gets his teeth pulled out, but you don't even really realize his teeth got pulled out because he doesn't say that till later, and then he tries to eat a suicide pill, and you're like what is this? What am I watching? What is even happening? It just doesn't even, you know, and, and Inception has that too, but it builds to that. You know, it starts in like a you know, well, it starts him on the beach, but then after that it starts in the him. He's talking, he's explaining the whole like Inception thing. And then you get the crazy image with the water rushing in, and then you cut to him in a water, and you get like how the surreal image matches a real image and, and then it takes you one step further and you're like, oh, dreams within dreams. You know, it's it's much cleaner that narrative setup where this is just like it, it, it feels like the series finale <laughs> i did not watch the season <laughs> leading up to this
0: <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where it's like the skill and christopher nolan is not creating is not creating thanks. it's it's create it's creating is kelly okay So, i wanted to say i, I love you man I, I really do love you both i'm sorry about fox and i'm sorry oh, that uh, you. you guys brought him home i saw you brought him home today yeah yeah got I, lo- I love you so very much nice
1: little i appreciate that very much thank you
0: yeah sorry and i apologize if i'm posting a bunch of pictures of holly because i'm a fucking nut job no no i like
1: that you have a nice cute dog it's good
0: i know i know i'm just i feel bad you know
1: i know i know i know yeah. it's it's i understand yeah. but i don't want y'all yeah. to feel you enjoy your new puppy keep it safe
0: yeah yeah she's like three times as big as she was at the beginning of all of this it's weird it's been two weeks and now she's like double the size dogs,
1: dogs man they, they go fast they Real big yeah fast.
0: and she can she can like solidly bite now and it's not thick. it's not great going great yeah <laughs> we're working on it anyways I, I back to the back to this movie uh sorry we're really off top i don't know maybe it's just i haven't seen you guys in a while but i'm like really off topic today i we had a we had like a four hour animania session this morning at 10 o'clock and it threw me off for the rest of the day so i'm just yeah we've been in
1: self imposed uh, lockdowns so we're slightly manic so
0: it, it is and I think I think this this movie made me manic because like I really wanted this to be the prestige all over again because the prestige is my favorite of his movies oh, personally dude, nothing
2: and I, nothing I, will ever beat the prestige though. oh fuck off.
0: I mean the, people can make stuff he could do something again but he is I do feel like he is on a downward trajectory in terms of filmmaking
2: Like so much of his movies are about movies that like the prestige and the prestige just does like you want to be fooled like it just does that like so I can't think of a better I mean not that I'm a genius like him in a way but you know
0: no 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 I agree entirely like the prestige sets up and like Inception and the prestige to a less Inception to a lesser extent plays off your it's such a perfect metaphor it's hard to 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 ever see topping it yeah. And the, yeah. the question is on Inception and Prestige, you're both in on what's happening and invites you into it. Tenet fails in that moment when it's like, you know, don't pay attention is what it's saying. It, it, it In the same way, Tenet fails to bring you in to kind of the thing in a similar way to Interstellar, in my opinion. Well, Do you and, know what I mean? and, and
1: the thing with Nolan is he was always very, very good at the, the, end, the end punch. You know what I mean? That's something he was always very good at, which is like, you know, when he ends with, you know the dark Knight is the last line of the dark Knight. You know, I, f- I remember that in the theater being like, Whoa, that felt like something, you know? And, and, uh, um, you know, the end of the prestige is, is a great example as well. And, uh, even like the Robin reveal, I remember being fun, even if it's a little silly, you know, in, in, in the end of dark Knight returns. And he was always very good at the last emotional punch. And to me, it's like, he tries to have those two things that should be the big emotional punch, which is like one, he pulls like a Dr. River song thing. So it's like, you know, this guy he just met turns out is actually his lifelong best friend and they've just mm. now met, but he's at the end of his their friendship and he's just at the beginning. Right. Okay. Number one, I've seen that before. Two, it just doesn't land. And two, the fact that he is the guy who created tenants. So he both created it and recruited himself to create it. Like that should be a big mind bendy crazy thing. But when he ends with like, I'm the protagonist, you're like, okay.
2: Even if it's not a big mind bendy thing, you're you're right that it comes back to character. It just doesn't have like, that. It should mean something moment. like the yeah the he you should see him wrestle with the horror of the fact that I did all of this to myself. I put all of the, all like Memento. this comes down to me. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, Memento has them. that punch yeah. when you
1: realize like okay he he constantly the one note he keeps bringing up is the whole don't trust his lies, and when he reveals he wrote that intentionally to fuck with himself, you're like whoa you don't get that and that's the thing i was most surprised by it's like even when his films were like railroad trains to your face it didn't make a lot of sense they tended to have like a even dark knight rises which i think the more i get away from it the more i realize what a mess that movie is like it still left me at the time feeling satisfied and this i was just surprised how little like by the end i was like okay yeah you created tenet and i kind of guessed that probably was going to happen
0: the Dark Knight Rises is so much structural is so much structurally better than this movie. I think just so. Different- I, I think it's just missing, I, I- but. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that entirely. It, and it's one of, and their tenant is doing entirely a different thing, right? Like Tenant And well, yeah, Prestige I know what are y'all think shooting f- for the stars here. I'm, and that's the difference I, I, between bo- them.
2: I, exactly. I want to know what y'all think of this comparison everybody's making that this is him doing a Bond movie and it's just fuck big off. big blockbuster so, fun. Sorry, Don't I, think about it, right? Like I it, it's intentionally off. less cerebral.
0: Fuck off. Okay. If I, you it, want to make a Bond no, movie, no, I, I apologize. Movie. I'm not telling you to fuck. I hope you know. You know I love you more than anything Trevor. I know you're not you Telling people like, say that, that notion, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah. No, sorry, like it's the same. It's, it's the same guy who like literally is like was like I was in the workplace and is like you just didn't understand tenant and I'm like fuck off well i <laughs> like i'm it tired is a of comparison that that
2: <laughs> appealed to me more certainly more than that guy did i'll i'll, I'll say that much it's it's not yeah. my original yeah. opinion by any stretch but um. it, it, and, and
0: i and I, I get that it's appealing and I, I do find it appealing dude this was fun to watch it's, he's a very fucking competent action director like you whether or not you want to talk about this like he the scenes flow and, and and everything works like and it's one of those things like i'm not going to give it a low score i'm sure there's somebody out here who's going to enjoy it and i'm going to give the score accordingly to that. But at the same time, I'm just like, I the prestige is like a 10 for me guys like mm-hmm. this is a director that can hit up there and and mm-hmm. i'm just saying he's letting the rest of his filmography down is probably more what i'm saying than actually like shitting on this movie this is this is worse well, than the dark knight you're, you're, rises you're, for me you're grading when, and, a,
1: when, a, oh, wow. when an a student gives you a c paper you kind of want to give him a d <laughs> you
0: know what i mean yeah it's, it's, like, it's like no no and i agree entirely like i know that that's my thing but like i think interstellar dunkirk inception the dark knight rises the dark knight the prestige batman it begins, Insomnia, Memento are all better. Well, see,
2: I remember feeling the way you do now when I saw Interstellar. I've been meaning to rewatch it. And there were things
0: Interstellar grows grew on me. I'll yeah. we'll give you that. Yeah. Interstellar grew well, on see, me,
1: I and I wonder to watch Dunkirk, isn't. But I think you're gonna like it better after Tenet because Interstellar actually has like characters and themes. Yes. And yes. People having like emotion. Yes. It is his most yeah. emotional film, which is what I, I appreciate about it. I don't love Interstellar as much as some people, but That is a movie that takes time to deal with a father dealing with grief about the loss of his childhood innocence. And, like, that's something interesting and uses that mind-bending time stuff. But, like, actually... Instead of just going, wow, when you go backwards, wind will feel differently. It's like, <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. miss 30 years of your kid's life, it sucks. <laughs> You're really sad. And like, I know it's yeah. basic, but it's it's yeah. it's good basic emotional stuff. And I think it's
0: a little yeah, more. Yeah, but it's also got him out the window beating on the bars, like just not unable to fix the obvious issue that he did to himself. Again, that he did to himself <laughs> seeing a trend it, it's, it's just it is very much like it's just like where is that moment with this character where it's like I mean it's just like no and the problem is he's a fucking passenger and he's literally like, like the, he's a passenger in this movie and it's a problem it's problematic you know what I mean like and, and it's mm-hmm. problematic that we're not able to connect with him as a protagonist making decisions because his decisions are suspect on the basis of the movie structure itself
2: and his name is protagonist yes. His name the is the
0: movie the structure <laughs> the time travel element of this movie literally robs the protagonist of the structure which it works in memento because memento returns agency to the end and the agency is that he fucked himself right? right that's how memento makes it all work whereas this is having the exact same issue but it doesn't return the age it, it attempts to it attempts to do that but i don't think it as effectively returns the agency back to the main character thus rendering him a passenger through this whole thing breaking a shitload of basic film making characteristics right
1: yeah we don't see the part where john david washington has to be like okay so then i went backwards in time so i'm gonna (laughs) do that and then i went
0: yeah you need to see him grapple with it otherwise so then he he just shot me at the kiev arbor
1: no he backwards shot so he has to go backwards (laughs) he doesn't have to like (laughs) sketch it out and like remember (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah there's 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 already some amazingly dumb graphics online about what happens in this film by the way I just want to put that out there I don't want to see all your I-
1: Time warping keys
2: here and there's eight levels and I'm good. I know. It was one of those
0: things. It's I one of those things where I
2: want to say. But like I go ahead about watching one of them, but I just couldn't. I was like, you know what? I don't believe that it does make sense. Uh, I just, I, don't believe I just it. knew as so. soon as
1: like I saw that, like, OK, when you go into the time thing, there's a forward you and a backwards you and they both can be there. I was like, fuck, this is going to be rough now i gotta oh <laughs> this is back to the future the, the, too, all I, over I, again i
0: have i have but the not best funny. graphic for this one of my favorite things is like on there's the R10 on Reddit, there's like an actual graphic for it, and it, they have put spoilers over it. Then I clicked the thing, I was like, nothing is spoiled. I do not understand this. Fuck off if you say that you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like one of those things where it's like, they're like, oh, this is spoilers. You shouldn't put a spoiler tag. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't have difference between this
1: and Primer is that Primer has a very basic idea.
0: That when you break down primer, primer makes so much sense. Primer is straight fucking forward by comparison. It's a basic
1: time travel idea. You have to stay in the box as long as you go backwards in time. So all you have to figure out is how long each person was in the box. And then when you see that on a graph, now I don't think the movie does a great job the first time making you realize who's in the box longest, but I think that's kind of the point. But uh yes, like primer has a basic idea where Tenet is like the other thing is, I'm sorry, tenant. you can't tell me, hey, you have to make sure both of you are going in the box at the same time and not show the wonderful, gory reaction of what would happen if you don't. I need to see someone blip out of existence horribly. Thank you. Time yeah. Cop did it. And Time Cop is a movie starring <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme
0: so if time right. could do it you could do it <laughs> obviously top tier top tier movie time Com- john, john cloud van Damme
1: throws a past <laughs> self got the villain into his future self and they morph into a goo monster and it's great <laughs> i needed that <laughs>
0: i don't know man i i i i i I enjoyed
1: but then again you get the visual of like the blue room and the red room and he's talking backwards and it's translating it's like so cool that surreal stuff is what i wanted to see that was cool yeah and that's where it's like with dunkirk it's like i with dunkirk it felt like he was making it's a World War II action movie, but it is like very experimental in a lot of the ways, and the ways it deals with the time, and the way it deals with the editing, and the, and the when the editing all combines at the same time frame. I think it's so exciting, and I think the I just like that movie a lot. And can, um, can I, uh, I? I think it's what was
0: the, what was more 19, experimental was than he
1: ever was before, and this felt like he's doing experimental stuff, but he's trying so hard to stick with his old inceptiony, dark Knight-y emotional punch payoff ways, and it just didn't. It, it, connect
2: here's the thing
0: do you prefer 1917 or dunkirk uh
1: dunkirk i do
0: i'm more i prefer 1917 i, I find that it. film a lot more fun for me uh, and i think that's the difference here i was like I, I i understand what narratively he's doing it and i'm sorry like uh what's his face uh tom hardy flying uh a a, a, a spitfire as dry as a martini over the beach is still like a a, a great moment in cinema I don't know where he like lands on the beach throws the things in it and then like you know fucking you know salutes old Britannia as it burns oh (laughs) it's the sexiest (laughs) thing you've ever seen Mm -hmm. it's it's the most British porn I've ever seen
1: it's incredible yeah and then he's just like
0: walked away by the Nazis and you're just like it's like oh Britannia I love it it's it's great it's work it's Christopher Nolan to a T but it's, it's it's just I don't know I I still prefer 1917 and just like it's one of those things where it's like I understand both those movies are very creative. But I find 1917 just be infinitely more creative, which is not to say, again, it's all about comparison and contrast and setting a standard for yourself about what you think about these movies. I just find 1917. I'm sorry. Dunkirk to be a very much an outlier in his filmography. And it's just weird. I guess like the last couple of years, it's like, you know, Interstellar is is just it's one of the Interstellar. Invites the at the time my notes were like, Man, I wish this movie was made by Steven Spielberg and not Christopher Nolan. Was what I said about Interstellar, which I still think is like probably a little bit harsh but accurate. Still, mm-hmm. he's still a very cold clinical timeline based director and i and i just feel like his touch is not very emotional for interstellar which is interstellar is all about like you know you got to connect with some level to the space program and have a future for humanity and just in the bleakest possible circumstances and it's just one of those things where it's like i just don't connect as much in that movie and that's i think that is him though i do and it's one of those moments where it's like I, i don't understand why it doesn't work on some level it's one of those things where it's like i was watching like apollo what was the apollo like apollo 13 what is that is it apollo 13 no what is it uh tom hanks Uh, yeah, uh apollo
2: Buck. 13 the one that goes oh. wrong apollo 13.
0: 13 yeah and it's one of those moments where it's like t- it, ed harris gets a line in that movie just like uh fucking matthew mcconaughey in interstellar where they're like the the orbital is spinning away after <laughs> you know uh what's his face uh um he was in the he was in the fucking Mars movie. Uh, he got trapped on Mars. Uh, what's his Matt face? Damon? Matt Damon Martian? is like blew up the thing and it's spinning away. And, he, and they're oh, like, yeah. it's impossible to do this. And he's like, we have to because we must. And it's dumb in the context of that movie. But in the context of Ed Harris doing it in Apollo 11, just with like a much more emotional stakes space program. It totally just like Ed Harris doing it. just like you're immediately like, yeah, because humanity we gotta do this we gotta make a square peg fit in this hole and i don't care we're gonna do it and he just he just buy into it differently and it's just one of those things where he just doesn't connect emotionally to things this is well, a cold the movie, movie sets still- that
2: moment up so well too like there's a lot of backgrounding work to make that performance work i was wondering if y'all wanted to talk in the performances of this because i don't know if it's like an in interstellar whether it's anne hathaway's fault or that stupid line she has to say about uh, well, it's not, I, I, it's, it makes me sound nervous, but is the fourth yes. dimension or whatever. Yes. Like, uh, I agree with the sentiment, but it, like, it feels so bad and corny hearing her say it in that it, movie. It, it, it makes that's, me die inside.
1: That's, that's, a, that's a mix
2: of, I think
1: Hathaway is very much a, a very talented actress, but is often at the whims of her directors. And, um, also, she's that movie was famously Dude, was supposed to be directed by Steven Spielberg because Nolan was like, I'm not emotionally capable of this. I am robot man. <laughs> um, and uh, and then he ended up having directed because I think his brother wrote it or it was like his brother's passion project. It wasn't really much as his passion project. And then the Spielberg thing didn't work out and right. Nolan stepped up to uh, direct right. it. Yeah. So it has an odd kind of. Yeah. Um, it's written, it.
0: Spiel- it's written for Spielberg. it's written for spielberg i just and think you can draw like- that you can
1: see that with like the father and the daughter and the emotional payoff and the love and it has more of that stuff where you can just kind of see a less Cold and clinical director that It's one of those things
0: letter. that Even like makes me question Spielberg. Spielberg. It, it, at the point and I'm sure that the point that you're being fanboyed over enough that somebody like spends half his life writing a script for you, you gotta be like you gotta take a moment to be like, Why don't I want to direct this? Why do I need to make the crystal skull? Like you know what you I mean? <laughs> like it's one of those like and, and not that those two were against each other. Crystal soul came out before this, but like at the same time, it's one of those wings where it's like I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. People, I just, What get, does and doesn't get made is weird, and I, I I always see this movie, and I think if this was made by Steven Spielberg, this might be one of the best movies of a generation, cool. and, I, and I hate to fucking be like that.
2: Well, I bring up that line, too, because I just draw a direct comparison between that and the other line that I just have to mention in this movie, which is when Elizabeth DeBecky has to deliver the – yeah, and then the whole world will be destroyed, and then she says, oh. including my son <laughs> – which is just the most ridiculous line in any movie ever
1: (laughs) man that 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 just reeks of nolan's problem with with writing female characters because like and yes especially his women yeah because because the the bit is always that he loves his dead wives it's always a dead wife so now it's a kid in peril instead and it's not that much better and like literally every other line out of her is like my child <laughs> and of course in very nolan fashion the child is like eight thousand miles away and you see the back of his <laughs> head and you have no idea who he is as a human being it's much it's again, like, like, it's inception, like it's just a prop
0: yeah you know? yeah it's like they're in the cr- it's like somebody and you literally see them in a crowd and it's just they're coming towards you and it's like that's the only time we see them and they're just like dead wife mm-hmm. it's i don't know man i i do I think yeah it's, it's i, I
2: I have to say Robert Pattinson is such just a breath of fresh air in this movie. I would not have uh, enjoyed yeah, it yeah. nearly as dude, much. Dude, I'm
0: actually excited for fucking Batman, man. I'm Robert very Pattinson excited for Batman. is great. Robert yeah. Pattinson's on yeah. a tear.
1: He's doing great. Yeah,
0: dude. He's a fucking machine. He's somebody that came out of Twilight and rest. He's doing the full Matthew McConaughey. You know what I mean? He's just he's just absolutely oh, yeah. he, tearing it up.
1: He was part. I mean, he got a was well, really interesting cause he got out of that and he tried to do the attractive lead thing, like with like Water for Elephants, right? And then he was just like. This, i hate this you can see he was <laughs> like, i hate this and then he did the rover where he was like a fucking maniac in the out in the outback and then he did good time where he was the biggest scumbag in the world <laughs> it's like he doesn't care anymore and he has that twilight money and i think he's very smart because i think batman does look interesting and stuff but it's also a big superhero movie that'll get him back in the limelight and tenet same way it's like it's a crazy weird arty movie in some ways but it's also a 200 million dollar blockbuster where your name's gonna be on every poster and i think he's very, very smart about how he's using his image and his brand right now. Um, while also picking great movie roles.
0: Yeah. I, I think he's got I think he's got his finger on the pulse too. He's figured out how to move himself forward and just do a good job. Like it's well, not he's, concerning. He
1: said that with Twilight, he was actually excited for the first one because he wanted to play it like a creep. Cause he was like, I read the books and I'm like this guy is scary. And I want to play <laughs> him actually scary and intimidating. And they let him in that first movie. And then they picked more like directors that follow the books and they're like no just be hot just just sh- 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 be <laughs> well it's hot, the same boy. sort
0: of thing it's like it's just talk about like 50 shades of gray like i'll actually st- like it's none of the movies are good but the first movie she really does try things do you know what yes. i mean like the first movie yes. production and they value actually wise
1: make adaption changes to the books I watched and, and, and apparently
0: and, sure and apparently it was a nightmare because the author was on set screaming at her the entire time mm-hmm. to the point that like Uh, one of the like the female actress that is the lead in 50 shades just is like i had like ptsd about like the author of 50 shades like screaming on set (laughs) like it was like an actual thing apparently that happened like it's one of those things where it's like you talk about it and you're just like this is a nightmare honestly so I, I don't know uh, let's go ahead and do squares of those. we're an hour into this fucking tenant podcast which is more than I thought we would get I thought we'd get 30 minutes out of this shit so I'm actually kind of shocked well Though we that, did frankly, and then we got we 30
1: minutes of fast
0: food talks Taco so. Bell <laughs> yeah I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to think what other fast foods I've never tried I've never tried Church's chicken I guess yeah, you're fine it's
2: Church's has a soft spot in my heart I think uh, chicken what? express okay. maybe. I didn't grow up no, it's fine
0: it's fine yeah um been a while since never I've been in it. a Burger King.
1: Burger King sucks. You're fine. Yeah.
0: I, I, Burger King does suck. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been in one.
1: Yeah. I used to love it as a kid and now I'm like, I don't know. I
0: don't know why. I always loved going to Famiglia sorry, John Stewart made fun of Famiglia's famous pizza, which I always loved going oh, I love going through like the Houston rant. terminal where you can that where you can get the famiglias and you can just be like, it's a great it's just like especially for pizza in Houston. It's great New York pizza. I don't know what to tell you, yeah. man. It's great. No, you shouldn't eat it's it when not
1: actually in New York, that was his bit. But yes, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just like I I, I agree, but well, you can probably find a place I don't know, man, oh, He's name restaurants and I was like, rant? I've never heard of any of this. What's up? Is this different
2: than the deep dish rant? yeah it is Um, he he has a lot he he has he has it's pretty good to watch because it's all about
1: donald trump pre donald trump being the worst human yeah when, ever, he I was, I take, when he was take when
0: he was courting palin and donald trump had palin out to go to have new york pizza and he took her to famous famiglia's in new york which is ridiculous because it's literally like you know he's in fucking new york city there's all these italian bistros with like 10th generation italian families and he's going to famous famiglia's which is like an I, I i don't know it's like a it's like a uh it's like armenian a polish run yeah, yeah it's, it's an armenian yeah like fast food chain <laughs> it's like okay
1: and then he gets super mad because <laughs> donald trump stacks his pizza slices on top of each other and then eats him with a fork, and he just like loses his fucking mind. It's great. God, it's God. pretty rough. All man. the It's pretty that. rough to
0: watch. He eats pancakes. It really is. It, it's not like he wasn't. Eat, he was. He was like. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Donald Trump was housing like three pieces of pizza. It's not like he's not eating like a monster. But it's like still, he was like slicing like pancakes. I was like, that's the most impossibly unpleasant way to eat pizza. <laughs> like, it's yeah, just, like, it's truly all the, the top worst
1: pieces. Only Donald Trump could find the worst way to eat pizza,
0: (laughs) especially with like New York slice where you get that thin and you fold it over, and it's like that's the that's what you want. And then you just like you just you're trying to make it into the Pizza Hut there, mate. Did you you guys? Did Kevin
1: or maybe you guys knew about that? Was just like a New York style pizza place in San Antonio that was the best New York pizza I could get outside of New York. I don't
2: remember the name of it, but it was pretty good. Yeah. that was, was the Volare was the one I really liked on Broadway, this little tiny shop. But I don't know if it was New York style actually. I don't I don't really know what New York style means, I don't think. New York think. style I'll is like honest.
1: really big, thin slice. So like the, the, the slice is this big. Like it's
2: yeah May it's like Day. a it's like a it's like a huge
1: and have, v it's and it, like it is floppy too so you always have to like fold it to eat it because it's like it looks like a, it slice. looks
0: like a prop from a teenage mutant ninja turtles movie oh yeah 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 it's yeah. 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 exactly what it looks like my, my favorite thing Cartoon the, the best pizza pi- mm. the best pizza i ever had there's two pizzas i've ever had that are the best pizza number one pizza i ever had was in uh florence italy which oh, was sure. my sister I, well fuck I, yeah i know fuck off jack you don't go fast foods your area diet your piece of shit i get it no <laughs> No, no, and, and no, that, I hope, that's i'm saying, saying, I I'm saying, so. I'm saying I that so. to myself it was one of those things <laughs> I, it was, it was be like, I went pizza. to florence
1: italy but the best pizza i ever had was in cincinnati i would be like why <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was it was canada it was canada near alaska you know it's like on the border between canada and alaska no uh the best pizza i had was in new york city where my sister who lived in new york for like you know 10 years took me to like this restaurant that had no name we had to go in through like a back door and there was an italian grandma like literally throwing pizzas into the air catching them and then came over and pinched my cheek and then gave me a pizza and i I have no idea; i didn't order anything like the pizza just showed up like it was i still don't understand what the fuck Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. like i came in sat down it was like a family dining table and somebody plopped a pizza in front of me it was the best thing i ever ate and i was like this is Really yeah, good. I, I had
1: a, I had an experience like that in New York where I went to that place and it was like two old people that clearly just lived upstairs and they just come down and then they're like, What do you want? And they're like, I don't I don't know, like sausage pepperoni pizza, they're like, Here. <laughs> and they just flop yeah, it down like super, and you're like, Super this is incredible, thank you, <laughs> yeah. ma'am. She's like, Shut yeah, up, I gotta do like, dishes.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like she's like in there, she's just tossing pizza. <laughs> hey, I'm busy here. What do you want? Like God, a here fine go. line between that
2: and the uh what, and there, was, there's, there's an SNL sketch Megan showed me about like the restaurants you go to to be insulted on purpose, and, and Jennifer. <laughs> oh, Dick, Dick's, Je- Dick's except, Last Resort. Except, except it's Jennifer Lawrence, and she's just like shooting death glares at people. It was like around the Hunger Games time I and mean, thing. Uh,
0: oh man, I I remember going to the river walk and like going to the river walk and everybody wanted to eat at dick's last resort and i'm like fuck you, fuck you <laughs> like, first off, like i don't know like it, it's not that there's like a lot of there's not like it's not That's the te- best tex-mex on a river walk it but it
1: fun <laughs> I, I don't know man problematic
0: <laughs> I, I, I was like i went there and it was like a half hour of fat jokes and i'm like i'm a little hurt you know like, yeah. i was like i don't know what the fuck this was like and he's like he's like yeah big guy and i'm like cool i i feel like if this was any other context i would have punched you by now why the fuck is this like why am I paying you for this <laughs> especially yeah. when somebody else takes you to a dicks you're like i i feel like only the person that wanted to go to dicks is having a good time and in the right mind frame for this you know what i mean everybody else is there's like Yay. no one who is
1: no one who is significantly attractive more attractive than you should take you to a dicks you know what i mean <laughs> like if someone more attractive than me took me to a dicks i'd be like you want to watch me get insulted because they're going to call you like you know, what, uh, stud muffin we or went, some shit like, Me and Katie
0: Whoa. went to a dick's and Katie was a slut and I was fat. And I was like, this is terrible. Why? Like, yeah, I was like, no. like why, why do we agree to this? I paid You know we could go to a place nutty. that has actually
1: good food and the waiters are nice. <laughs> that sounds I great. T-
0: I tipped twenty percent and it made no fucking difference. Why does everybody at Dicks tip good too? That's the other thing. Like you tip good too because it's like a performance element and you feel like you need to. And I'm like, but I hate you. This was awful. But I apparently asked for this because my friend's an asshole and brought me here. Sorry, I I I will never understand Dicks. Also, like it's, uh, how about this? I I equally don't understand Hooters either, so though. Hooters makes me sad.
2: I had a Hooters make <laughs> me so sad. Basketball coach took me to Hooters with my basketball team once. That, that
0: I, I don't know why that I feel like there's gonna a Catholic priest is about to show up
2: for some reason in this story, but it just feels that way. No, that is All right, let's what put what <laughs> mm. yeah.
0: Let's put some scores on this thing. I'm, uh, I'm gonna give Tenet a six.
2: There you I'm go. also at a six.
1: <laughs> I'm also at a six. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, my
0: fuck. Are you actually? Are you yeah, just yeah, no, fucking yeah. with me? No, I'm oh, no, I'm, i legit coming <laughs> in with a six. Oh, you actually are at fucking six? We're all six, me. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get... Look, I will will Let me add, like, a little bit more to my thought process here. But, like, you know, it is a legitimately well-put-together movie. There's no denying that. and There's no having an argument about it. It's just doing the bare minimum... <laughs> excellent action sequences uh i expected better of christopher nolan that's just being frank like i what movie of his is below a seven before this
2: dark knight you, you said the dark knight rises is better than this i do, that I do be the, that's the one that come, jumps to mind for me I,
0: I think the dark knight rises shoots so much lower for what it needs to be do you know what i mean and more, is more successful at getting there than the what this this is shooting for the f- stars and missing i i get it. this shot for the moon and missed by 137 miles it's a west wing reference that is, no one's gonna get uh, sorry i've been watching a lot of west wing uh, and it's so, really so is everybody
2: somebody out there might get it
0: I don't know. It's it's fine. I, I I've 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 done that like three times today, where I've made like a really 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 fucking obscure Toby Ziegler reference, and I'm like, I'm a monster now, <laughs> just because I'm I'm like really I'm really in the moment with this. <laughs> like I'm like halfway through the West Wing, and I'm like, I just want to
2: talk like Toby Ziegler. <laughs> I think this is a good reason for me to never watch it. Is I'll just want to talk like Aaron Sorkin writes. That's just I'm insufferable enough as it is
0: it's clearly his best thing like i'm a news person i worked in news for fuck's sake and i still can't the newsroom is still ups insufferable to me but the newsroom Uh, is really rough rough. the newsroom is somebody who's written by somebody who's never actually worked in a newsroom the first day you're going to fucking cow a lot of your fucking values just the first day you work in a news maybe that's just working for a disney affiliate i don't know (laughs) shots fired uh yeah (laughs) Does anyone want to give any last words? Sorry, I we all gave it a sixes <laughs> informally, but I feel like we've gotten um, it out yeah, of the system. Because
1: I, mean, I guess we kind of went all over the place, but I, overall, I, I do think the vision of this movie is very good. I just think, again, the the, the story around it is is nonsense, and it, it didn't have to be. I think that's part of the thing. It's like I, I can't deny the inversion thing is always going to be ridiculous, but I think you can at least make a film that, like, you know, the whole idea of the past in the future fighting you know the the one line that made it a little more interesting trevor didn't even hear because the dialogue is too loud or too quiet right like um
0: we, no, he didn't even get the like the like the environmental reference which is just right hilarious. which i think yeah. is like not, for me not that, not that you I missed it; normally. it's totally easy to miss yeah. no that's the, the i'm not giving you any shit it's super no, exactly. easy to miss yeah, yeah. all the context in this movie but he has, like, a really nice line where
1: he's, like, a, a person in a crystalline tower, you know, will push a button and all will, like, go back. And it's, like, eh, there's, like, a little interesting there. And, like, the world is is certainly interesting. It's just, like, you need to commit to either it being a visual splendor with very little explanation or an explainy movie where we can actually sit down and, like, have themes and characters. And it's it, it kind of muddles both. And that's where it gets a six for me. It's, like... I can't deny, like I said, the vision is very impressive. Some of the fight scenes, especially like the the scene, the the hand to hand fight that's backwards and forwards in both uh styles, it, it's cool, really incredible, and takes so much like patience and, and and timing and everything. And it's like that's what I love Nolan for. What I don't love Nolan is when he's trying to have like characters that I root for emotionally, <laughs> just like kind of important sometimes. Uh, and especially this film, I felt very, very cold. And again, I, I think dunkirk showed me like even though that doesn't quite have the same like emotional core it does had some and and it also like did try to be both like a swelling world war ii movie and an experimental strange action film which i I appreciated and it's like it showed to me that he had like more strength in him than i was kind of giving him at the time especially post interstellar like i was very not in that movie and i've come around on it more and yeah it's just unfortunate it's it's one of those movies that like it's 10 it's one of those movies that makes me appreciate his good movies more because <laughs> it shows me what what uh can go wrong uh
0: it's inferior yeah yeah you're just, you're it's just a, it's
1: just a bummer um yeah, yeah
2: six out of ten
0: 2020 continues to disappoint no i'm just kidding uh
2: there were so many yeah there were i agree there's so many times when like i think especially i i love the like acid trip score i i don't know if that's like the right aesthetic but i feel like i i it was interesting I, I liked the, it had some I, of that zimmer yeah.
1: stuff but sometimes it gotten kind of a a stranger synthier vibe than than the zimmer stuff would
2: yeah it was just so like loud and overwhelming in a way i i, I do think i would have been enjoyed even more in a theater, maybe as much as it also meant that I couldn't hear stuff, but I, mostly during the action scenes when like shit is winding up and you know, there, there is a dialogue you're missing. Just like, I, I liked the, I really liked how it complemented just kind of like the overwhelming vibe of trying to comprehend <laughs> and like just sitting in this movie's like space of its idea in the course of those action scenes. And I really did enjoy that. I just like, it's broken up by so many scenes of them. Like it's like you were saying with Inception. I heard somebody say it's like people complained about how those characters exist to give exposition, and he took like the wrong note. I realized I like, right.
1: accidentally said Ellen Page instead of Elliot Page. So sorry
2: about that. Oh yeah, and um, and um, it, it's like. He took the wrong note from that and like is like, all right, well, you think my characters are just for exposition? Fine. Here is like just David Washington and Robert Pattinson walking down a street like four or five times. You can barely hear them. And they're just like talking about what they're about to do. And then the action scene happens. And then there's another scene like that. And then another action scene. And it's just like that. Those exposition sequences are just so perfunctory that it just takes Mm-hmm. It, it just takes the excitement and and the willingness I was to like live in those action scene moments and not think about it just completely out of right. me is that well, he's still. And that's trying like to do
1: again, that. Inception does a great job where like there's a great scene between Leonardo DiCaprio and Elliot Page where they're sitting there and he's explaining to him like, you know, yeah. in your dream you're not sure, and then all of a sudden you know he realizes oh we're not in a dream we are in a dream, and then things just start exploding in a right. very interesting surreal kind of cool way, and it's like that is a great example of like taking time to slow down but still having a big cool trailer worthy you know stuff and, and to me like the dialogue in this all just felt like it was trailer lines like every line was like i'm giving you a word where <laughs> <you> <laughs> would, <and> don't think <laughs> of it forward yeah. <laughs> think of it inverted <laughs> like every line is like yeah. could be in the trailer
0: you know? right <laughs> it, it, yeah yeah it it, it, it it's it's it interrupt know, you too much, <laughs>
2: No, no, no. I, I think that's a good stopping point for me, actually. I was reflecting yeah. back on what you were saying in a different way, and I, the circle is complete, and Jack, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Any last? <laughs> yeah, temporal fencer my, my, movement. Th- yeah, my, yeah.
0: my thoughts is that this is a very, very good director who just lost his way, and uh, there's enough good moments in there to make it a six. It's never going to be a negative movie for me in terms of, like, I do recommend you check it out. It's fascinating. It's fascinatingly broken. This guy's made some of my favorite movies. I, the prestigious one of my favorite movies of all fucking time and it's just like you you can just see the pedigree in the construction of this movie it's just there it's just there scene to scene a little bit inferior cinematography a little bit inferior score a little bit it's just a little bit worse than every other tenant movie in my sorry and christopher nolan movie in my opinion uh dark knight I think is trying to do less, but more successfully does less. So I think it's still technically a better movie. Uh, I know that that'll be probably be the de- the debate between us. Uh, my, my ultimately, I think that yeah, this is probably something that is more skippable than any other Christopher Nolan movie. Behind it, uh, same time it's fine. It's Six, you should still check it out. It's still worth it. It's still so much more worth it than the average. Thing that goes to movie theaters it's still above the average in my opinion so anyways the movie gang podcast gives a uh, tenant a six out of ten which is technically a recommendation that you check it out technically it's about as weak a recommendation as we can give though <laughs> so take that for what it means <laughs> i've been your host jack newman i've been joined here with ben haworth Ain't the off, uproariously clever ben hopworth
1: I'm not sure
0: people. I'm, I, I can say it at the end, right? What, mm-hmm. what is this? Mm-hmm. I look. I literally looked up a synonym generator for that. I, I had not used uproariously in a sentence. Does that make you feel it's better got, that I needed to do that? that was so nice. Cool, right. cool. There's clever. There's witty. There's quick-witted. Uh, I think all apply. Quick-witted. Quick-witted, <laughs> and of course, there's Trevor Flynn, the friendliest guy out there. He's the best. I'm I am amicable.
2: See, I can do it too. <laughs>
0: amicable. Ooh. amicable. Ooh. Ooh. No, everyone's
2: Googling
1: friendly now.
2: Yeah, I know. I actually yeah. think amiable. I don't know if amicable can be applied to people.
0: Anyway. Neighborly, brotherly, fraternal, harmonious, cooperative, easy, polite, courteous, civil, cordial, good-natured, easygoing, Most friendly. of the time. <laughs> i've been your host jack newman head on over to the tuscan shed media network that's our overarching podcast network is the tuscan shed media network located at tuscanshed.com where you can find all our other podcasts including the movie gang po- well, that's where we're on is the movie gang so you should know <laughs> that by the time you're here if you don't you're either old or drunk either way find a police officer and go home uh <laughs> or don't fight a police officer. Just go home. Or just get a taxi. One of the t- I don't know. This bad instructions. Sorry, inebriated people. I was not clear tonight. Uh, movies, there's things that you can check out the Tuscan Academy network include animania, our anime podcast. We just had a crossover event with the anime savants. There's just some fantastic gentlemen. Go check that out. You can check out all their podcasts. We just do it. Our winter rundown. So we actually got through all the new podcasts. There's a lot of things. There's an amazing show called, uh, Cells at work code black. You need to check it out. It's amazing. Uh, it's essentially a, a fucked up version of the episode where miss frizzle flies a bus full of kids into a human body in Arnold, uh, messed it's as messed up as that is this is even more messed up there's an amazing episode where uh, anthropomorphic red blood cells have to run in and inflate a penis like a giant bouncing castle and it's amazing because <laughs> they're just trying to get the penis big enough and then at the end of the episode they all get depressed because they realize the body was just masturbating it's amazing you should check it out cells at work code black uh, there's a lot of funny content over there check that out uh, you can also check out the pen and paper bot every Monday at 7pm EST uh, check out on as we're continuing on into the deserts of Fargo-Naw. Trevor is playing the Scree, the Kinkoo Spell Thief, along with uh, Tanner and Edwin, who just got his new character, and they are attempting to stop Glim Garrick from retrieving the Trowel of Time, which is a dumb name I allowed them to call the time travel device, and I regret it. Uh, You'll head on over there and find a lot of other funny things that I regret doing, so head on over there, check out those podcasts. Again, one last time, from everyone here at the Tusken Chat Media Network, and by extension the movie gang podcast thanks for listening